Let me paint you a picture. You stumble out of your room in the morning, completely exhausted. Your back is sore, you have bags under your eyes. You just don't know how you're gonna make it through the day. And then you hear the words from your spouse or partner. Oh, I'm so tired. And you think, really? You're tired? You slept the whole night. You didn't have to get up one time. And you're telling me you're tired? Really? I don't know if that's happened to any of you. I'm, I'd assume probably if you're a parent. And especially if you're a mom, you've probably experienced this. And it's really easy to get just infuriated and bitter and to feel like you are busting your tail and you feel like your husband can go off to work and see other adults, drink coffee in peace, have moments of just quiet time in the car and can like work on on their own schedule, you know? Like if they want to stop at the store on their way home, they can. If they want to go out to lunch, they can. And it's easy to get stuck in this cycle of just feeling like life is not fair. I've heard women say that when they get up with the baby in the night, they make sure that they're really quiet and keep the lights off and feed the baby in another room because they don't want to wake their husband up because he has to go to work the next morning. And I always chuckle because I have never been that nice. I figure it took the two of us to make this baby and so the two of us are going to be involved in keeping this baby alive. And so some nights I'm nice and let him sleep, but the nights when I've been woken up several times, if I'm going to be totally transparent, sometimes I kick him in the shin. Not like hard, but just as like, oh, whoops. Just so he knows that I am awake again. And I know that that is not super productive to have two people extra tired and have two really tired people awake in the middle of the night together is just like a recipe for disaster. So a couple months ago, we both were kind of at our wits end and we were burnt out. We had nothing left to give and we've been trying so hard like make the other person happy but both of us were failing miserably my husband was burnt out from work because it was so busy so stressful he was having to travel a lot and then come home and felt the need to make up for his time being gone and help me with things around the house meet my emotional needs help put the kids to bed And I was burnt out because I felt like I had been doing this parenting gig alone and I had nothing left to give. 
And so as you can imagine, we weren't the most encouraging to each other because we both were like, I'm running on empty. And we finally had this discussion and decided something that I think was like one of the most proactive things that we decided. And that was that we were going to stop trying to make each other happy. Now, at first that sounds kind of cynical and that sounds kind of selfish, but hear me out. When you're trying to fill someone else's cup up and your cup is empty, you're always going to fail because you have nothing to pour into them. And all you're going to get is resentment and bitterness and feelings of, I just can't do enough for you. So, instead of making our aim in life to make each other happy, we decided we were going to work on making sure that we felt rested as individuals and filled up so that we would then be able to just pour into each other just naturally, like that it would be like the consequences of us um, filling up our own cups, it would naturally overflow into the other person's cup. This pursuit of filling up our own cup is not one of like leaving the other person in the dust and being selfish about it, but basically finding out what brings, what brings you joy, what brings you happiness and how can you do that? Um, because no one else is responsible for your happiness, but you, and we need to get past that concept of that other people are to blame for our lack of happiness. I think it was Rachel Hollis who said, if you're not happy, that's on you. And um, I think that's totally true. And so we just both made it our goal to find our joy again. And, And then in doing so, our cups were full and we were able to pour into each other again. is to ask yourself what brings me joy and be really specific now if you're like me if someone were to ask me that at certain times in my life I may say like I don't even know what brings me joy especially when you're so exhausted like it's hard to even think about those things or postpartum depression is very real and it's hard to know what could possibly make you feel better But regardless of those things, sit down and think hard about the little things and the big things that would specifically fill your cup. Like for me, I know that if I light a candle, that's going to make me feel better. If I stand outside and get some fresh air, that's going to make me feel better. Having two hours by myself to read a book and drink coffee that's going to make me feel better. Um, But figure out what that looks like for you because for some, your joy may come from like going on a hike or going and hanging out with a bunch of friends you haven't seen in a long time or it may mean going on a trip or it may mean 
just having time to sleep. So after you've figured out what those things are that bring you joy, you need to let your partner know what those things are. We can't continue to just be like mad and frustrated with our husband or our spouse if they don't know what it is that would help us. Um, So I would just say like to my husband, look, I just, I need two hours on Saturday mornings to go and have some time on my own. And he may say, look, like every Saturday, that might be a lot. And so we may have to make a compromise, like say two Saturdays in the month. But he knows then what I need. Um, And then after you've talked about what the things are that would help fill your cup up, schedule it, get it on the calendar. Um, Because if it's not written down or planned out, it's it's not going to happen. It's easy to talk in these big ideas, um, but until you actually set that time aside, the likeliness of it occurring is slim to none. So in being burnt out, the first thing that I had to realize was that um, my husband, his job was not to make me happy and I was going to stop making him happy or at least stop trying to make him happy. And then I needed to find out what specifically brought me joy, and I told him those things. The last thing to consider is that you need to listen to your spouse. I needed to listen to my husband and hear what are his needs, what would help bring him joy. Because if he felt joy, then I would feel joy. Now, my husband and I are very different, and the things that fill me up and give me joy are not the same as what gives my husband joy. And as much as I'd love to just sit down and guess what would make him happy, the fact is, until I ask him, I'm not going to know. Because just like you and me, he's always changing, and the things that he needs from the day to day may be changing also. And so we sat down and talked about like what would fill his cup because I noticed he's normally like this happy-go-lucky guy and he had been lately just feeling just down and that wasn't really like him. And so I knew that I needed to hear him out too. And he's a guy who loves projects and he loves time alone. And so something that helps fill his cup is that we schedule Saturday as his project day. Now you might be thinking if you're paying attention in my last segment or my last bit of information that okay if we both need Saturdays to fill our cup how does that work? Well I go early for coffee and come back and then the rest of the day Um, he's working on a project around the house Um, and that fills him up so much and really when I say the rest of the day it's probably maybe two or three hours Um, but he gets time alone and he gets to feel like he's accomplishing something because when he's not getting his list done of things to do that drains him more and so my way of helping him feel filled up is actually giving him the time that it would take for him to get projects done. 
So it's important to just sit down and ask each other, what do you need? What would fill your cup? Now, just because I decided, my husband decided, that we were no longer going to aim to try and make each other happy, but would instead look to have our cups filled individually so then we could pour into each other, that doesn't mean that we're not still tired and that I don't still stumble out of the room on a Tuesday morning and just look like a train ran over me because I'm so exhausted because my infant woke up like 12 times in the night. It doesn't take away what happens in life, but having conversation and um, setting a plan together has made a big difference in, in how to fill, fill up our love cups, so to speak, um, in the midst of feeling so drained and honestly it was working really well and especially like my husband was traveling a lot and he was gone during the week and then be home on the weekends and really I should have been super down and discouraged and worn out but because he was giving me Saturday mornings to go have time alone I felt energized I felt filled with joy even during like some really hard things. But then he came home from his trips and we stopped making it a priority to set time aside for each of us to be able to fill our cups back up. And, and now we're feeling um, the effect of what that's done. And so we're coming back to the drawing board and going, okay, what is it that we need to do to get rest and my husband asked me a lot like what do you need from me what can I do for you and really I have a hard time answering that question and I'm not sure what it is that's hard about that um whether or not it's a pride thing of like I don't want to have to ask for help or whether it's like well you should just know or if honestly I'm just so exhausted I don't know what would bring me help and rest and so um i i share these things with you not as someone who obviously has it figured out but as someone who's still working through it but it's so hard because it's it's something that it's not like you get to get past it and then all of a sudden life feels fair um i think just living with other humans life is always going to feel unfair and and so I think the key is just to realize and just embrace that life isn't fair and you have to just get over it you gotta suck it up and just and just deal and you can't let your circumstance define whether or not you're going to be happy and be filled with joy because if you're depending on your circumstances or the people in your life to make you happy you are never going to be happy but if you choose to be happy and to be joyful even when it's hard like you're going to be happy and you're going to be joyful no matter what 
those are my thoughts for the day. Um, I hope that if you're experiencing some kind of burnout in parenthood, which I think we all do, I hope that you can feel a little bit of encouragement from what I said today. And um, I hope that you can figure out what's going to fill up your cup and bring you joy. Until next time, talk to you soon. Bye.